0: Hello and welcome to the free to be show. Welcome to the month of August. This month I am doing conversations on self-exploration. Well, let me say I am doing this conversation that I'm having today and I will be replaying it for the month of August um, as I'll be taking the next two weeks off. So I will introduce my guest to you after this but let me Presence the topic. You know, today actually is the birthday of my oldest child. And when I became a mother, I chose to go all in and dedicate my heart and soul to her. And as you know, I have six children. And I guess right around after the second one, between the second and the third one, I realized something. If I give my heart and soul to my children then what will be left for me and so for me that's when my path to self-nurturing started but for many women they continue on that path of throwing themselves into their children and into their families until they're lost and today's episode is for you so that you can reclaim your identity
1: I'll introduce my guest after this Welcome to the Free to Be Show, created for your ultimate joy. I present to you your podcast host, the ultimate joy goddess, Cordelia Gaffar. Cordelia creates sustainable self nurturing practices that will help you discover your ultimate joy. Through her workshops, retreats, her coaching services, books, speaking engagements and this podcast together you will co-create your unique sacred experience so what will this feel like this will feel like four mind alignment four mind alignment will also mean alignment for your beautiful lotus more movement throughout your day For your stomach, the best nutrition to nourish your body. For your heart, acknowledging all of your emotions. And for your beautiful brain, getting more sleep. Work with the ultimate joy goddess so that you can be replenished. Are you aligned in your full mind? Be free with replenish me.
0: Hello, we're back and I look forward to introducing you to my guest and my photographer, Latanya Smothers. Welcome to the Free to Be Show.
2: Hello,
0: I love that intro. I was so mesmerized. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> First of all, let me
2: say you do not look like you had six kids. You look <laughs> amazing.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, you know, we met not too long ago um, because I was looking for a photographer for my rebranding. And thank you so much for those beautiful photos. And I was drawn to you from your Facebook ad um, for this project that you started. So I would like to start there. I know that you started your career uh, in photography as a wedding a photographer. and But now through this project, <clears throat> you've gone to your depth, I believe. So mm-hmm. tell tell me all about that.
2: Yeah. So <clears throat> this, this project was born, one, because I started to do some self-reflecting right around the time that I turned 14 and also after the loss of my mom. And we were looking for, you know, portraits of her throughout different stages of her life. And those images were just hard to find. And so this project was born because I wanted to really connect with women and give them an opportunity to celebrate themselves. Um, With some of the older generations, they felt like if there's not a specific um, event or milestone in their lives, there's no need to be photographed, such as, you know, like you said, weddings or um, headshots or family photos. And those things are important, but that's not the only reason to be photographed. And so this project has really helped women see themselves differently, uh, promote body positivity, women empowerment, and just helping rewrite the narrative to what society deems as beautiful. Just because you hit, you know, 40s or 50s or 60s doesn't mean that your life is over or that you don't, um, shouldn't be photographed or don't deserve to feel sexy and and confident and, and comfortable in your own skin. And sometimes those photographs do help You see yourself differently um, and just kind of reconnect and fall in love all over again Um, or those women that have those pain points of, you know, not comfortable with embracing maybe the weight gain or just the overall changes in their bodies. Um, you know, photography, or at least the way I try to capture the women is letting them know that it's okay. Like, we're going to embrace the change. You're still beautiful. Um, you're still worthy. And that value is still there. And not to compare themselves to the 20-year-old version of themselves. Because um, nowadays with, you know, losing people left and right, it's a blessing to get older.
0: Yeah. Oh, that is.
2: Yeah, that has been my goal um, with this project and just, uh, and it's been really, really successful. I've, I'm so proud of what it has turned into um, to be and just meeting so many different women um, and just uniquely capturing them and their true essence.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. Salam Alaikum, Samina. Thank you for joining us from the UK. Um what I loved about my, my time with you when I when, when we did my photo shoot was exactly that. You saw like when I was <laughs> trying to hide a little bit, you were like, okay, so let's, you know, calm down and you helped me to get in my body. You were like, wait a minute, what music do you like? Because you, you, you picked up on mm-hmm. like, um, I was a little stiff. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... Um, you know, so then we, we changed the music and I just love how intuitively you, um, you can see, you know, the person that you're working with. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm wondering for the other woman that women that you've worked with, I hear you saying a lot of things are, um, within their conditioning, like, you know, the way they feel about their bodies. Mm -hmm. Tell me, um, because you, you do tend to do some boudoir photography. Like how, how does that really help women um, and how many women take advantage of that?
2: Um, not as many as I would like, honestly. I do feel like especially amongst um, the African-American culture, they tend to have a, a little bit more of a conservative mind frame. Mm-hmm. Um Which is fine, like you know, you don't have to be one of those women that share these images online, they can just be for your own personal use or for your spouse. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be for public, but I feel like doing it for yourself does a few things. Number one, it keeps you in tune and connected to yourself, right? So, like I said, helping embrace those changes, um, realizing that just because you are a certain age physically doesn't mean that you can't feel. Um, or still connect to your femininity and feel sexy and be sexy, um, not only for yourself, but, but to your partner, for those people that are, you know, married or in relationships. So it kind of brings on a different awareness mm-hmm. um, to their bodies. Um, and then I like to really get women to understand that boudoir doesn't just have to be in lingerie. Yeah. Like that's the most common version of it and what people know, think about when they hear boudoir. Um, but I can I do boudoir and like an oversized men's shirt. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have a series of um, wrap cloths or um, they're kind of like silk chiffon. So they're really soft. Um, that can be, you know, they can be wrapped in or posed with to do implied nude. Um, So it doesn't necessarily have to be as revealing um, as what is commonly known as, but it can definitely be captured in a conservative way that make you feel sexy. Because I feel like being sexy is more about the state of mind versus how you actually look. And that's what my goal is to connect with women to really kind of introduce them to this boudoir feel. So with the, the portrait project that I'm doing, the women are photographed in three different looks. So I try to encourage them to just try it. You know, if yeah. you don't like pictures, don't, you don't have to purchase them. Right. They don't ever have to see the light of day. But at least you have gone through the experience of what it feels like to be photographed in that way. Um, So I try to encourage women as much as I can um, to really give them that exposure and that knowledge um, to really open their minds to what it could, how empowering it can make them feel.
0: Mm, I love that. And you said um, what sexy is for you, you know, and, and that's the key here. Hello, Bobby. Thank you for joining. She, she comes every week and uh, yeah, regular of the free to be show. So, Let's talk about that a little bit, you know women um owning their sexuality and what it is for them mm-hmm. um do you see how easy is it for women to embrace that concept do they are are they uneasy with it
2: um majority of them are um they'll they'll say, "Oh, that's something I always wanted to do, but I've just never you know had the nerve to do it or never knew what to wear." Um, so during our consultation, we're definitely able to kind of like talk through um, so that I'm trying to give them a mental visualization of what that could look like for them. Um, and kind of starting off more conservative and then reveal themselves more if they you know choose to. So it could be in like say like a blazer with just a nice lace bra, right? That can definitely be boudoir. Um, you can have on knee high boots with, you know, a long trench jacket, you know what I mean? So you can have on clothes and not be exposed and still feel sexy. Cause again, to me, it's about a feeling and not necessarily how you're physically looking. So mm-hmm. I feel like once they get into that feeling and their mind gets into it, the body follows, like they start mm-hmm. to move more confidently. They start to shed those layers. They'll, you know, pu- pull out a little shoulder, you know, so they yeah. start to to it but they one it's a matter of being comfortable in camera that's the first obstacle right so you could be completely clothed and and be nervous not knowing how you look not knowing um if you're being photographed in a flattering way um What's what's appealing to my body shape? Um, what it's not a one size fit all, right? So poses that may work for you may not work for me. You know, I'm heavier, you know, than you are. So, you know, just being mindful of all of those things help the individual woman feel comfortable um and how they're being photographed. And so, during the sessions, I definitely try to show them the images that I'm capturing cuz that builds up a level of confidence as well. They'd be like, "Okay, this ain't half bad. I look
1: good." Yes.
2: Like, yes. Hey, you all nervous for nothing. So, it's definitely a work in progress. Um and so, over the phone, I'm trying to paint that picture for them. Let them know that we don't have to jump all in, right? You don't have to just jump off the diving board. We can take baby steps and work our way up to whatever your comfort level is. And if at any point it gets to be, okay, I'm comfortable with this. This is enough for me. And I'm like, okay, you know, maybe next time we can, you know, take a couple of more steps forward. Um, but again, everything isn't for everybody. So I definitely try to tap into it in different ways so that they can somewhat tap their toe into that experience and at least get a, get that feeling of feeling, being sexy.
0: Yeah. And I, and I love how you're like the personal cheerleader, (laughs) you know, and you also give that constant reassurance. It's like, look, this is you, you know, Mm -hmm. and that was really one thing that helped me. I would have to say, I, I was like, oh my God, is that me? Like, mm-hmm. I'm still fine, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: I tell all the women, if you can come into the studio with an open mind and just trust that I got you, I'm not, you know, because, you know, even though I'm doing this for my clients and I want them to be represented in the best way for themselves, it's this is personal for me because it's, it's my brand, right? I don't want you posting pictures online that, you know, got you looking crazy because the first thing people are going to be like is, well, who took that picture? You know what I mean? So I really invested in the finished product and how you look and, you know, but it's also more about a feeling because I can take the best photo of a woman, but if she's not feeling it, it's just not going to work. So I'm tapping into your mind. I'm tapping into your self-confidence. I'm empowering you. And then everything else starts to unfold. And then, you know, I know I can take a great picture of any woman, but for me, it's more about connecting with that woman and making her feel like this is the best photo of her.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so key. It is really who you're being while that image is being captured. Mm-hmm. You know, we we went through that. You had to delete a few of mine. Like, delete. And I really appreciate that, yeah.
2: I mean, I also feel like just overall um, in my brand and when I connect with clients, I try to create a portrait experience that really speaks to them overall. Um, I was reading this article and it was from another photographer. She was sharing her family photo experience. And one of the things that she talked about was the photos came out great. But because she had so many mental blocks the day of the session, when she looked at those photos, that's all she could think about. She couldn't think about how well her family was captured. She could, j- she just started to replay the day in her mind. Oh, this happened. Oh, I didn't like this. Oh, I wasn't prepared. Oh, I didn't. You know what I mean? So it's like sometimes it's not just about the photo. That's why I said tapping into the mind, creating a comfortable environment, um, having them pampered. Um, I have the women come in and get their makeup done. You know, I do a questionnaire. So I'm asking them maybe what their favorite snack is, um, what type of music do they like to listen to? And those are conversation starters. But it also sets the tone and the atmosphere to a great experience because the mind is really what is empowering you throughout any experience that you're having. And so if that experience is great, Everything else I feel like is easy.
0: And how do their lives change after having sessions with you? Like what, I know there's uh so we immediately get our digital pictures, but then there's about an eight week delay to get our physical pictures. So in that time gap, what do you notice when they come back for the physical pictures?
2: Um, so I started doing tangible products because a lot of times people have digitals that just live on a computer. So after that first day or two and they post them on instagram an image lifespan on instagram or facebook is probably about eight hours right so you post it the next day the algorithm is gone unless somebody comments on it and then they kind of refresh your thread but by the time they get their tangible products it's almost like they're reliving that experience all over again seeing the prints it brings the photo to life. It's a little bit different when it's being backlit on a screen, right? And you're just looking at it. When you have your album in your hand or your folio box, your mad at prints, you actually get to touch and feel it. It becomes also oh, real. You be like, oh my gosh, this is really me. Um and so that kind of helps them relive that experience again. Um, it also gives them something tangible to share with their their family and friends um, with the folio box. Those images can be you know shared and gifted. Um, but it you know, it just really kind of helps them reminisce on, this is really me. Um And then just the overall feeling about seeing their their finished products in general, you know, when they're all edited and polished. Um, it just really kind of some t- some people cry. Some people be like, um, you know, I just never knew that I could look like this. Um, and that's the most rewarding part for me, just seeing the impact of them making me helping them be a believer in themselves. Because um, there's a lot of women that just never had a professional photo shoot before. Um, mm. Or if they did, it may have been not the best experience. So they didn't love the photos, which then in their minds make them feel like I don't take good pictures. Mm. Um And I feel like every woman should have a picture of themselves that they love. And it's possible. I don't care what size you are. I don't care what height you are, um, how your body features may be unproportioned. You know, some women can be really busty um, and they don't like it. And some people do like it. Right. So they want, you know, them to be the the shard of the show. Yeah. And then some people, you know, want it not to be as, you know, in your face. So that's where angles and posing comes into play. Um, so we kind of walk through those things and talk about everything. And when they see that, okay, I did this, like, this is me. I look great. I'm proud to share these photos. Um, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. it's amazing. I love that. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. You're, you're just mentioning different parts, uh, that women appreciate or don't appreciate uh, about their bodies. And in the end, just, um, Seeing the evidence of an experience that they had that was positive, Mm -hmm. getting to know their bodies at all, you know, uh, really uh, helps those women connect with themselves deeper. So what other kind of events do you do uh, now to offer this experience?
2: Um, so I'm, I'm building con- networking events and trying to connect with more women, um, in person, um, whether it's entrepreneurs or just, you know, women in general. Um, I know you and I have discussed, um, working on something coming up in October. Um, so I, yeah, I'm really trying to get the word out and to connect with as many people as possible, um, outside of just doing my, um, Facebook advertisement, but really getting out and meeting women that's in that demographic that, you know, are the face of their brands um, or just average everyday moms um, that may be empty nesters. Um, I have so many clients that come and say, you know, they may be divorced or single moms that now their their kids are gone off to college and it's just them and they don't know what to do with themselves. And so this has been an opportunity to reconnect them to themselves, um, yeah. give them this, um, almost like reintroducing so that they can then, you know, go out and either start to be more social, um, or get back into dating or whatever it is that they're looking to achieve personally. Um, I feel like this is a confidence booster and it kind of pushes them to just kind of get out there and, um, you know, just really live their best life. You know, you only get one life to live. So, um, you know, my goal is just to really get out there and just meet, meet amazing women and and make women feel amazing.
0: Yeah. I love that. So, um, for those of you who are viewing, you'll see at the bottom of the screen, um, I I've just put her website. It's Latonya You can connect with her there. And, um, also I will have her, um, other contact information in the show notes for those of you are who are watching on other streams Um, so I'm going to take uh, a little station break (laughs) uh, for like one minute and we'll be back and we'll talk more about uh, some of the things we're looking to create together we'll be right back create your ultimate joy personalized experience where do you see yourself this year Is it in Hawaii, or the Caribbean, or perhaps it's Mexico? There are locations all over the world where you can connect with the elements. Wherever you choose, you can be with me, the ultimate joy goddess, to create and be a stand for your joy. Where, would, where do you see yourself? Where would you like to be? Don't dream about it. Make it happen. Connect with me at CordeliaGaffar.com Hey, you know, maybe we should do one of those. <laughs> you know, we'll do a destination event. Um, be cool. That would be cool. And before we can get people on a plane, <laughs> you know, I, I really love that we're having this conversation today about reclaiming your identity. So I feel like, you know, in the first half of this, we understood your story and, um, and some of the women that have come to you and the women that you are now uh, attracting to your business but I, I want to talk about, like, is there any particular story of reclamation of identity that comes to mind in any of the women you've served so far? Um,
2: I would say, yes. Yeah. so I had a client that was suffering from alopecia and she was, you know, trying to mask it by wearing wigs and, you know, um, you know, hats and things like that, never exposing or um embracing her baldness. Um, mm. for you know, while you cause, of course, she was going through the transition of you know, not really cutting it and you know, trying to save the, the 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 hair that she had. Um, and then so finally, one day, she just told her husband, She was just like, Just cut it, just cut it, and uh, I, this is who I am. And she did a photo shoot, and that was her first time being photographed, um completely bald. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was amazing. Like she really saw herself differently, realized that the image of because, you know, as black women, especially, we identify so strongly with our hair. It's almost like, you know, it's part of our culture and our heritage and, mm-hmm. you know, who we are and, you know, it's, it's expressive. And, you know, we've been going through that movement of, you know, being accepted in the corporate world with in our natural hair, whether it's, you know, locks or just, you know, a twist out or, you know, a fro or whatever. Right. So yeah. There's that element to it, right? But it is also you're a woman, right? So your hair speaks to your femininity and it's almost like an identifier, right? Mm -hmm. So she was kind of going through all of that. But, you know, I find that women that have short hair in general, whether it's, you know, medically driven or just as a a style preference, it takes a really confident woman to wear her hair short, you know? Because for years there's been that stigma of, you know, men like long hair or women just like long hair, right? How long is it? If you can grow it down your back, you have the most beautiful hair. But, you know, now embracing the variety and the flexibility um, of hair in general um, has been on this movement of, you know, self-care and love and, you know, all of that stuff. So, you know, just getting her to see that some women choose to be bald because it's a style or, you know, it's just a statement piece for them. So you're not alone. Like you're not, just because your hair is bald doesn't necessarily mean that people know something is wrong with you. There's so many people that are embracing different hairstyles nowadays. So it's not an isolation. It's not a, um, you know, anything negative or derogatory. Like you can put your big hoop earrings on and be beautiful, bald and beautiful, Right oh, that's a good idea for a campaign.
0: See, there we go. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. This is I, the fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the, you know, because this is another form of reclamation, right? Because, you know, we can say, like for the mothers out there, you lost yourself in the motherhood. But then what about the women whose features are just changing, you know,
1: mm-hmm. and who
0: may never have been mothers, you know, just alopecia or you know cancer or whatever it is that's causing the change in the way they look and you know just really reclaiming that okay yeah and this is me still Mm -hmm. you know just wiser you know for the lesson of this experience so I love that yeah and um and so as we talk about reclamation you know and Some of the things that are helpful for women, um, we were just talking about the possibility, right, Mm
1: -hmm. of
0: creating a safe space for them to uh, be captured and be um, more compassionate with themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, let's let's talk a little bit about the event that we're creating on October 15th.
2: Yeah, so um, I thought it was a great idea when you when you pitched this opportunity to um, be in partnership with the events that you held for women in terms of you know their healing um, with you know your aspect of feeding their mind their 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 stomach their body um, with healthy um, choices because it definitely has some benefits to how you feel about yourself as well. Um, and then bringing in my, um, you know, contribution to it is making them feel good in photos, um, embracing their body, um, capturing their current self. Um, so this will be a kind of a two part um, situation where you're kind of speaking to their mind. And I'm more so speaking to their their mind, I guess, as well, but also their, their physical self. Um, and and helping them see themselves differently and embracing um, the woman that they are today?
0: Yeah, I would say like, um, there's something that I say, we see the world with our physical eyes, right? Mm -hmm. And if we could allow ourselves to see our life through our soul eyes, then Mm -hmm. we could, you know, um, we would be different. And so in this event, you give them that physical uh, confirmation of what it is that they choose, that they want to manifest in their life, And meanwhile, I'll be talking to their soul Mm -hmm. and telling their soul, what you see is the truth, you know? Right. So that's um, what we're creating together on October 15th. So I I look, I really look forward to that and, And you know,
2: -hmm. I actually like that because we can we can look at the same we can look at five different women and see the goodness in them, see the beauty in them. But just because someone tells you you're beautiful, don't mean that you're going to believe it. And so that internal work, that self healing um, or self awareness, is really important because you then once you can see it. Everyone else's um, observation of you is either going to be confirmation or is going to help you repel the negative you know, thoughts or opinions of people that don't have your best interests at heart. So your mind is the first um, premise and basis of your life in general and, and what that is going to look and feel like for you. Um, are you going to be easily impacted by, you know, other people's perceptions and thoughts of you? Um, or are you going to be able to form those opinions on, on your own? And so I really like what it is that you offer to women um, with helping them do that internal work, because um, it's extremely important. Sometimes women, we are our worst critics. Um, we critique everything about ourselves physically. Um, and so really helping them process and, and see um, themselves differently is important from a mis- mental standpoint. And then physically, I have, you know, really been focusing on rewriting the narrative to what society deems as beautiful. Um, you know, just because the mainstream media focuses on one body's type or one skin tone or complexion, you know, doesn't mean that if you don't fit within this realm that, you know, you're not, you're not measurable. You're not as valuable um, or as beautiful to look at because that's not
0: true. Yeah. And, you know, as I'm listening to you, a couple of things came up for me. Um, One thing is a lot of women will say to me, oh, you know, I'm working on my mindset. I'm reading, you know, whatever the latest self-help book is, right? And so one of the people I follow is called Light Watkins, and he has a new book called Travel Light, triple entendre in that book. Um, And one of the things he said is that Uh, reading a self-help book is not doing the inner work. Applying what you read in that book is doing Mm -hmm. the inner work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the other side of that is um, once you do the inner work, you know you did it because when you look in the mirror, you see who you're being in full acceptance, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you can actually say, you know, um, without judgment, I'm aware that this is something in me that I desire to change or this is something I love and in mm-hmm. um, full acceptance and actually in full love, you know, mm-hmm. and um, for the elevation of your soul. And so it's it's so important, you know, um, as we're coming out of, I would say the COVID times, Right when we're coming back out to indoors and being in community together that we create these safe spaces where you know we can be ourselves and we can feel free to be ourselves and so um i love that you are creating that on your own and that you're you know we're going to do that in collaboration so
2: yeah, I mean, I I really like that cuz you know, what do they say, faith without work is dead, right? So you can have all of the information, but if you're not applying it and you're not being intentional and consistent, then you're not going to really see see change. So anything worth having is hard. Um so it's definitely that daily practice of practicing gratitude, manifesting positivity in your in your life, um thinking positively. Um cuz I feel like it's not just about about your approach to your physical, it kind of manifests in other areas of your life, you know, your relationships, um, you know, with your coworkers or your kids or your spouse or, you know, just people in general, like that energy is sensed and is felt. And so I feel like when you're putting out those good things, then that's what you're going to attract. So I, I do, you know, like what you said about you can't just think it or, or just read these books and not apply that information, um, and practice it daily.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And practicing in community helps with the reinforcement too, you know, so that's, that really helps. I really have enjoyed sharing you with my community and my followers today. Thank you so much. Um, I'm wondering if there's any, like golden nugget that you want to share. And if it's okay, I'm going to put you on solo layout. That means it's only going to be you, but I'm still here. So don't worry. Um, And would you like to share something? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. It's all yours.
2: (laughs) Um, So I just want to say to women out there, um, be easy on yourself. As women, we are natural nurturers, nurturers. We pride ourselves on taking care of everybody. Um, Our parents at a certain age, our children, our spouses, our friends and loved ones. We pour into so many people, but we also have to refill our own cups. We have to prioritize ourselves, know that we are worthy of doing that. Self-care is not selfish. It is very important, and I know that it's. We're on this, you know, wave of you know. You hear self care all the time, but it is truly important. And I don't want that term to be diluted um, as just another thing to say and do. Um, it is really important, even if it's just carving out five minutes a day, um, reflecting on who you are, um, what brings you joy, um, what brings you peace. Um, you know, just kind of really tapping into, you know, and center yourself um, and what's important to you and then moving forward. It, it could be different from everybody. Some women may like to get manis and petties, Some people like to go on walks alone. Some people really enjoy reading. Whatever it is, just make sure you're doing something specifically for you to help you um, improve your quality of life, um, what happiness means for you, Um whether it's, you know, physically, sexually, mentally, all of those things, we are extremely important and we deserve to be seen and heard.
0: And that's it. Amazing. Thank you so much. That that was so powerful. And and you know it's great that you said it because you can't always be the same person saying it all the time. <laughs> so Thank you everyone um, who was here live and who is watching or listening to this at some later date. Share this with another heart, share this with another soul.
1: And until next week, be free. Thank you for listening to the Free To Be Show with the ultimate joy goddess, Cordelia Kafar. Take some time to go into your depths? What would it look like to create your sacred experience? What would it feel like to create a world where you had your ultimate joy? Where you are completely aligned in your full mind? Are you ready for a sacred experience? Allow yourself the freedom to be replenished and free. Connect with the ultimate joy goddess at www.cordeliagafar.com